The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Edibles. I used to be scared with most of everybody, right? That's everybody's first because their first experience was somebody gave them a brownie. It's too much. That you didn't know what was in it. You ate the whole brownie. The first brownie I had, same thing. Nobody told me. They just gave me a brownie. And I'm eating a brownie and I'm going to a party in the Hamptons. I get to the party, bro. I feel like I'm about to die. My heart was beating like this. (laughs) Boom, boom. Boom, boom. I'm like, I'm about to check out. So I go outside. I'm like, I got to get my heart rate up. So I go outside and I shadow box. So I'm out there, I'm shadow boxing. I'm shadow boxing. The drivers at the party looking at me like, yo, what the f*** is wrong with him? We had to fight to get a meal. Yeah, wrongfully accused. We had to fight to get a pill. That's why we right to get a deal. He on the team, he got to eat, you know, despite the skills. Fact. Keep it riding for the fam. You got to light the wooden wheel straight up. But in the past, bad. Work up in the trash bag. I'll pass a lot to take the test before I pass class. Yeah. And my family needed bread. I had to come correct. That's why I keep airing it out like I just passed gas. Hey. I am Matthew Parlay is killing it this year. These are guaranteed wins. I'm going to take Arizona over San Fran. Whoa. Daniel Jones over... Patrick Mahomes at home? Week 18 NFL parlay. The Bengals beating Cleveland. Bro, you can't keep And the Dolphins beating the Patriots. You can't keep picking the Bengals, bro. These games, they have to hit. Oh, they have to hit. They they have to hit. Al, who you got, Al? I got Kansas City. Beating who? Denver. Denver. Okay. Tampa Bay beating Carolina. Got that one. And then Buffalo beating the Jets. That's why you're a smart man. That's why you're a smart man. I mean, I'm, I'm with Al, but I got Green Bay beating Detroit. They whooped, they, whooped, they whooped the Cardinals a couple weeks ago, so, I mean. Yeah, but that ain't gonna last. Without Hopkins, without right. Kyler, Kyler Murray. And then Tampa Bay's gonna beat Carolina. Week 18, NFL parlay. I am athlete parlay. We got Tampa. Kansas City. Kansas City. Green Bay. And Green Bay. Mm-hmm. DraftKings.com is the sports book. I am athlete is the platform. Parlay. I am athlete all day. Promo code athlete. Let's get it. Appreciate you coming on the show. We missed you for Christmas, bro. Um, so I got a gift for you. We give everyone this amazing gift box when they come on. Manscaped 4.0. Underwear? Yeah, you're a big boy. Yeah, man. Damn. Big, big boy, right? Appreciate it. Pause. All right, these look like they might be able to fit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
right, that boy. You gotta is. send a picture in for the so social media page. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. Come on, bro. Yeah, just just when you, <laughs> when you get home, put on your manscape boxers. Take a picture, take no, it all off. Like yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, for real though, you shave? Yeah, I do, bro. You do? Yeah, I'm a fan of this brand. Really? Landscape. I have this, but I ain't got the new 2.0 or 4.0. Right. Why are you a fan? Why do you shave? Because most dudes don't shave. I don't know, man. Just, you know, hot summers. You know what I'm saying? Eventually got me to the point where I just wanted to keep it all, you know. Okay. Try to keep it clean, you know? I love it. You shave, G? Depends. Depends who I'm hanging with, what they like. What they like. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> Depends. Somebody want, might want that. Uh, man, there you go. Manscaped. Take care of your balls. Your balls won't thank you later. There you go. <laughs> <laughs>
unfortunately, that's not what makes businesses work. But unfortunately, it's what makes reality TV work. Right, right. And I, I would hate to because she has built that from ground zero. And I would hate for her business to suffer because of ratings going through the roof. Well, well, here, well here's what I would say to that. You know, I saw a different side of Sherelle. Sorry, Al, welcome to I Am Athlete. No, <laughs> this is Al Harris and everybody talking about selling tampons. No, we'll get to Al in a second. I just watched the show yeah. last night you for did? the first time. Yeah, so right. you know. So you're right, know. So you right here with us. Okay. Right, so I, at first, you know, I'm watching it and we had an opportunity to be around her for a long time because she on, she's on I Am Women with my wife. And that was the first time I seen Sherelle like that business side, militant side come out. Mean, I call her Miranda Presley. I don't, but I don't think it's mean though. Cause it goes back to auntie's point, right? Where you talk about, all right, that can't work in business, it can work on TV. Sherelle ain't about to let that happen. She's a boss. You know what I'm saying? And, and you, mean, it ain't mean to me. To me, she understand what it takes to be a unit, what it takes to be a team. Cause she did it in the military. And so if you ain't on, if you ain't on the right page with her, you gotta go. Right. So when she talk about nine, we going from 95.5 to 80.20, <laughs> her feet gonna change. You gotta get with it. But she did it because of like, I mean, for you to be talking about it right now. Right. To be a topic. Right, right? reality, like, reality that's, that's, TV. That's what it is. Reality TV. I mean, cause if it's all positive, right? There's nothing to talk about and probably it won't last. Right, right? It's, just, right. It's, it's, it's the reality that we live in right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Drama sells. Right. You know, to your point where you were saying like, I've always said, like, what if athletes had, like, their own channel where they could, like, promote what they do, right? Because mm. we're all, like, to your point, we're all superheroes because of the sports that we play and the way people look at us. But we're all great human beings because we do so many things off the court. But right. Sports Center is not interested in that. They no. want to see us get caught drunk driving. It's the gotcha wanna, show. Yeah, the that's gotcha all they want to see. They don't want to mm -hmm. ever highlight the positive things that we do. Yeah, the positive never sells. And that's never the world sells. we live in. It's, it's always been that way. The negativity, negativity was sells. Dramas was what, drama is what sells. You think about the shade room. Why is mm. the shade room so goddamn popular? Right. As positive as we always talk, everyone preaches about wanting to be, what mother sells? Right. Drama. Right. Wow. right. Well, I want to jump off this show, uh, Talking Business. I love it. I was listening to All The Smoke when you was on All The Smoke with the bros. Um, I mean, uh, the whole hour and 30 minutes was phenomenal. You know, you talked about just athletes coming together and it feels like it's a struggle at times because of the competitive right. nature that we just inherently have inside of us. But I agree with you the power of us coming together and saying, look, we want to get in this space, let's all come together. Whether it's Dime Life, whether it's your cigars, Cigar 85, right? It doesn't matter. Um, if we come together, I truly believe we can do something disruptive and do something powerful, but it's hard bringing alpha males and alpha females together. And I think that, to be honest, as, as much as I thought it was just like, we just didn't want to do it, I think it's more of like, a, we just don't take the time to educate ourselves. Mm. You know what I'm mm. saying? Because whatever dime life is or whatever this is, in order for me to want to make an investment or be a partner of it, I have to really go and take a deep dive and learn about it and realize if it's something that, but most times whenever we get a business opportunity, the first thing we do is send it to our advisor and essentially they make the decision for us. Until we decide to take 
um, a vested interest in our own business. In education. And educate, everything is education, especially for us in our community, bro. Like our lack of everything that we don't have is because there's no education, no real resources around getting us the significant information to make real decisions. Preach. You know what I'm Listen, saying? There's so much we can talk about on the basketball side, but I look up to you because I, I love basketball. And if I played basketball, I always said my game would have been like yours or like Melo's. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but that's not why I really wanted to sit down with you. You know, I really wanted to connect with you because of business and, and the stuff that you're already talking about. Um, how's Grandma Viola doing? She's doing okay, man. She's, uh, you know, she has dementia. She just turned 90 uh, in September. And then she just got recently diagnosed with uh, bladder cancer. So. We, we, she's coming to her end, you know what I'm saying? But uh, she still smoke every day. Appreciate the update and uh, praying for her. Thank you, man. I appreciate Didn't know, it. you know, she was dealing with that now. But, you know, I, I just love the story that you tell as far as, like, your inspiration behind Viola. Yeah. You know, your brand, your company. A lot of, it's a brand now. It's a lifestyle brand. But a lot of people don't really know the backstory and the why behind it. Yep. So I want you to tell that story. Yeah, so um, now it was, it was in 2010, um, 2011, excuse me. Uh, my grandmother had come to see me play when I was playing for the Denver Nuggets or whatever. And it was a miracle getting her there just because normally she don't fly, right? If she can't drive or something, she's not gonna go. But I asked her to come and she said, yeah. So she flew out. When she got there, uh, took her bags downstairs. She had me bring her bag back upstairs. So I brought it back upstairs and it was a pill bag. So she opened up the bag and she took like 30 pills, bro. So I'm like, I asked her, my grandma, why are you taking so much medication? And she had the list of what all black grandmothers have, high blood pressure, diabetes, <laughs> all of everything, right? But when she said glaucoma, I had told her, I was like, grandma, I was just reading the newspaper, you know, like, you know, over the last couple of weeks, how cannabis cures glaucoma. So she finally asked me, she's like, well, what is cannabis? And I was like, it's marijuana weed. And she was like, reefer? She was like, well, I ain't smoking no reefer. She was like, reefer? You really think I'm about to smoke reefer? And I'm like, grandma, I'm telling you, they said reefer will help your eyes. You know, she's like, no, she laughed. She think it's so funny, right? So the next day I come home from shoot around and she's sitting in the kitchen and she's sitting with her hands in her face like this. And when I walk in, she like looks up and she's squinting at me. She's like, is that you, baby doll? And I'm like, yeah, it's, it's me, grandma, what's up? She's like, my eyes hurt so bad today, I can barely see. So I said, well, grandma, why don't you just try the cannabis? I'm like, you in a legal state, is is legal, you know, it's not reefer, like doctors prescribe this. So she was just like, I'm in so much pain today, I'll try anything. So I had my boy's name's Bugs. I was like, Bugs, go to the dispensary and bring something for glaucoma. So he brought back a strain called Vietnam Kush, and I also bought a volcano uh, machine, right? <laughs> Vietnam Kush <laughs> volcano. Yeah, grandma on the bag. Because so I didn't know how to roll. So I'm like, just bring a thing that she could smoke, and it's what he brings. So right. we volcano it and take it in the garage. She started hitting this shit one, two, three times. But she hitting it, bro, and she blowing it out of her nose. Perfect. So I'm looking at her. And I'm like, Grandma, you sure you don't smoke? I'm like, everybody else be coughing and like, she's just blowing. I'm like, all right. So okay. she's like, she said, she said she smoked one time when she was 16. Yeah, okay, a cigarette. Grandma. She said a cigarette. Right. She's like, I smoked a cigarette one time when I was 16. So I took her downstairs. I went and took a nap. I went to have later got up from my nap and I woke and I thought about the first time I smoked. The first time I smoked was with Matt, Barron, and Steven Jackson, right? Really? In Phoenix. So I remembered how I felt the first time I smoked. So I said, let me go make sure she okay. So I go downstairs, knock on the door. I don't hear anything. I knock again. I open the door. And when I open the door, her back's to the door, but she's looking down. So I said, Grandma, how you feeling? And she turned around. No bullshit. She was crying tears. She said, I'm healed. She said, you know, I haven't been able to read the words of my Bible in over three years. Mm. 
So she was downstairs reading her Bible after she smoked for the first time. So I went in the room and, you know, she made me cry because she was boohooing. So we both crying. I called my mother and she's like telling my mother, how like, you know, everything is so bright and she finally can see again and God gave her her sight back. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's what inspired me to like really start educating myself. And it just opened my eyes that, you know, we have been lied to for so long because, you know, we all 80s babies. You know what I'm saying? And we grew up in that dare era with the dare dog and like. I was taught that if I smoke weed, I was going to end up smoking crack, right? Mm -hmm. And I mean, I That's don't think right. any no, of us facts. inspired to want to smoke crack, right? So that definitely kept me away from weed until that one time I smoked with the boys because I seen how, you know, you know how good they were, you know what and I'm that, saying? But not only that, and I, I'm pulling off of some of the things that I heard you say, but you said something like 85% of all the drug cases. Yeah, 85% of drug arrests in our community and black communities right. is cannabis related. Mm. Not cocaine, not none of it, like literally always has been can has been cannabis. In New York, New York just decriminalized like maybe eight months ago, right? New York drug arrest in the black community is down 95%. Wow. 95%. So bro, they they literally use cannabis to lock us the fuck up. It just ends up in our hood magically, but we're the only ones that go to jail for it. Right. For those that are watching. And we talk about weed, coke, dope, fentanyl, the whole nine yards. Everything coming in and out is controlled. I'm just throwing it out there. Yes, I used to be a mule for the cartel, and that's all the information I can say. Where you used to hide it? Huh? Where you hide it? No, I'm not, I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to get in trouble. I'm just saying everything coming, everything coming in and out the states is controlled by the higher ups. Just FYI. Just right. throwing it out there. Right. Now I'm being dead serious. That's no, a I, fact. I, I, I wouldn't play like that. I wouldn't play that. I'm just no, I, no, I mean, I think now more information is coming out. Like, it, like you said earlier, it starts with education. You know, I know you've been reading a lot and trying to figure out this as well because, I mean, I got my own personal journey with it, and I think I'm in this space now where I need more information. I need to lean on people who understand and get it but look like me and I can trust. First time I smoked marijuana, I'm in Utah. And we went on a, we were on a road trip for 10 days. And so I didn't have anything in my refrigerator. I wanted to come back and get some food in my refrigerator. So I came back and one, my, one of my boys comes out to the deck with me and is like, yo, try that. I'm like, all right, man, I, I ain't scared of it. So I was like, right? <laughs> <laughs> I felt my lungs was gonna come up. But y'all, and then I was like, there ain't nothing to this marijuana thing. Like I can do this, it ain't no big deal. I hope I don't get drug tested or I ain't gonna play. And all of a sudden, y'all, the world went to pause, right? Hold up. Y'all, I, I stood up. I looked in my, in my house, and I was like, his name is Brad. I was like, Brad, you're not going to do nothing about this? He's like, what? I'm like, bro, they're stealing my TV. They're stealing my couch. He's like, Shan, what is, what is wrong with you? I'm like, bro, you don't see them. What are you doing? He was like, there's no one in there. And I'm like, bro, are you kidding me? But I have nothing, I didn't have anything to eat or anything. The only thing that was in there was some eggs. So I hard-boiled eight, eight eggs and ate eight hard-boiled eggs, right? <laughs> And they were like, yo, don't ever smoke again. Don't ever smoke again, bro. But, and so like, that was my, that was my first time with it, right? But now, like, I watched, like, I watched my mom die of cancer. When I was getting my PhD, I watched my mom die of cancer. I had cancer. Four of my brothers and sisters had cancer. And just, you know, I'm an academic, so I love to read and I love to be educated. And so 
knowing the 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 good that cannabis can do um you know could it have and then i'm always gonna think could it have saved her life could it have could she be here a little bit more would it have helped me more um but but i think you're right and i think it, it comes with everything if people are willing to sit down and educate each other and if I educate you about what I'm doing, then you're gonna buy into what I'm doing. Then, then we're doing it together, right? right. No matter what it is, it, it, weed, cigars, and no matter what it is. And so, you know, I just I commend you for what you're doing. Over the last ten years that I've been in this space, it's grown so much, right? Because, like, I'll give you an example, like edibles. I used to be scared. Don't, most don't of do everybody, it. right? Yeah. That, that's everybody's first because their first experience was somebody gave them a brownie. It's too much. That you didn't know what was in it. Oh you ate the goodness. whole brownie. Right? Oh, you, know, you don't know how to dosage milligrams. You don't know what that means. You, you it's done. Hey, you bro, alone for the bro, ride. Bro, bro, one, hey. The Vaughn Best gave me a brownie coming back from the uh, we, the last game of the season. This is when I was smoking that year when I knew I had a problem. I needed help. He gave me a brownie coming back from the Patriots game, last game of the season. Man, I'm on a plane tripping out for three hours. Like, yo, y'all got to get me off this plane. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, what's wrong with me, Marsh? <laughs> oh, my goodness, bro. I thought the plane was about to drop. Bro, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I ate the whole brownie. They ain't telling me yeah. to take it half. That's how I, the first brownie I had, same thing. Nobody told me. They just gave me a brownie. And I'm eating a brownie, and I'm going to a party in the Hamptons. I get to the party, bro. I feel like I'm about to die. My right. heart was beating like this. <laughs> boom, boom. Boom, boom. I'm like, I'm about to check out. So I go outside. I'm like, I got to get my heart rate up. So I go outside and I shadow box. So I'm out there, I'm shadow boxing. I'm shadow boxing. The drivers at the party looking at me like, yo, what the f is wrong with him? I had to get my heart rate back up. I thought I was about to check out. So you choose, you chose shadow boxing? I, I, bro, what else was I going to do? I was going to run sprints. I, I just went out there and I just started boxing. <laughs> and then it's, then it's waves, though, with edibles. So it go high, and then you feel like, oh, shit, I feel better. So I'm thinking, I go back in, then the room closing in on me. Everybody right. getting close, and I go back outside. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'm too. But now edibles, we can microdose edibles. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. So like, you may have had a bad experience, but that don't mean say like, oh, I'm not messing with it forever because I have a lot of people that's right. like that. I'm like, nah, you know, now I can give you an edible that's 2.5 milligrams. You know what I'm saying? Like that might give you just a slight buzz. It might not give you nothing, but at least you can build from there instead right. of taking a brownie that might have a thousand milligrams in it. And now you on the plane bugging out for four or five right. hours. Or, or shadow boxing. Those are dangerous. I'm the so, only idiot ain't had alcohol or weed. So like, come on, bro. You said this. You've been saying this for on, 15 know I know, years. Man. I know, I know, you know I know. I've been around you, it's but weird. ever? Nah. Nah, because I'm enjoying hearing the stories, but I'm mad I can't be a part of it because I ain't right. never had no fucking alcohol. I ain't never had no fucking weed. You never you smelled know. it? You never been around yeah, it to smell it? Of course. It? Yeah, the environment, my surroundings I grew up in, but I just never smelled it. Right it, it now. Yeah, I'm turning it. That's crazy. Really? That was fun. That, that, You're not that curious, nothing. Not never been, especially losing mom to alcohol. And right. obviously, she smoked real, smoked heavy and looked just like. For 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms, then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. 
The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. (laughs) Well. Ooh, yeah. That happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. That with a paper. She loved a paper. I just, I just never did it. Love a right. joint, just hungry. Let's bring out some food real Ooh, quick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. You got to teach us about that, too, bro. How we, uh, if you smoke, how you fight those urges. What <laughs> Yo, we got, Chef? Thank toe. you so much. You chef, what we got? Frosted, flake, crusted. Thanks, chef. <laughs> so you knew, you knew Al was coming. He about to tear it up. Oh, yeah, you knew yeah, he about to tear it up. Yeah, that's stinky. Me too, because I'm Bre- over here. <laughs> well, breakfast my favorite food, too. You knew Al was coming. You knew Al was coming, so you, you went you went this way, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Al, this is Chef Trey. Probably about two months ago, we had Chef on the show. He was cooking for us, and, you know, he was down all day. I was like, damn, bro, what's wrong? Like, he's like, man, I just lost my grandma. Um, and then he went into the story of grandma and, and, and how she inspired him and so many others to get into cooking. So, I know... Your grandma inspired you, your grandma inspired you, and now y'all doing major things, so major connection. Yes, sir. Grandmas, man, let me tell you something about what I think, right? And this is like kind of scary to me, right? When I think about our grandparents, like this, losing this generation is gonna be a major hit. Yeah, because the grandmas ain't. Because grandmas ain't the same. Grandmas on Instagram now wearing see-through outfits for their 60th. It's right. just different. Right, you're right. Like, I'm saying, like, real. bro, like, for me, like, it's like, it's gone, bro. I, it, and it's so scary for me. And, like, for me, I, I feel like I, it opened my eyes during the pandemic. Like, being that, you know, me and my family, white, four kids, we live in L.A. And we have no family in L.A. It's just us, right? But my mom is in um, Indiana. Her mother's in Georgia. Viola's in, in um, North Carolina. And when I think about, like, the way we grew up, we grew up with all our aunts and uncles in one place, right. all our, our grandparents. So we got that, we got that knowledge all the time. And for me, it's like, it's scary now because I just feel like when they're gone, I'm just like wondering where we, like, where do we land? Right. Cause let's, let's be, let's be honest. It gets crazy. Right. And then there's always that one person, whether it's that uncle, whether it's that grandmother to be like, no, this is what we're going to do. Everybody sit down. We have an opportunity right now to really say, no, this is what I want my family to be. You know, even like something as simple as like Thanksgiving. My wife, you know, she's part Japanese. And so like, I'm like, yo, for our tradition, like I know we, on our side, we do the soul food, but let's add some sushi rolls to it, right? Like something as simple as that. Like we also got to embrace being able to shape what we want our world to be. Cause you can't get caught up in the past, right? You can't get caught up in mm, it. I to punch you in your face, huh? I'm gonna punch you in your face for this. Punch me in my face. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
did your thing. Mm -hmm. See me back there doing it. I told you it was going to be like that. Yeah, you did that. You didn't want them to go. <laughs> right. <laughs> chef, I appreciate you. Thank y'all so much. I like the, the glasses. When the website going to be done? Looking at spring of 2022. Okay, bet. Yeah, he got glasses. Yeah, the chefs done changed. The drip oh, yeah. done changed. They used to have a little bullshit, little apron <laughs> on. Damn, <laughs> I get Damn, look, my son got stunners on. All kind of. All right, chef. <laughs> my story is a little different. So, I'm originally from Sacramento, California. Okay. You grew up all around weed. But hold on, watch this. <laughs> my stepfather, white. I grew up in, in my household. I grew up in a house where we had 14 plants in the backyard at all times, and that was for him and his boys. Wait, plants? Oh, oh wow. They used, on, to, they used to go up, they used I'm to go slow. up north, come back with U-Haul trucks. So when you talk about how it got in and the access, well, my stepfather was white, so that road was open. And he used to get down, bring it to the, you know what I mean? And he used to work it. And, but, but, but for me, in school, being a part of D.A.R.E., this and that, I'm looking at my stepfather, I'm looking at my mom, I was embarrassed. I was ashamed. Kids used to, they used to come pick me up from football practice, all my friends, man, why your car always smell like this? Why your house smell like this? I was, I was embarrassed. To the even point to where I'm getting educated in D.A.R.E. because of the stigma that they throwing on, on top of it. Right. Mm -hmm. I had a, a, a negative thought process about weed and marijuana. I get to the league, I get in trouble drinking and driving, I get into the little the program, so now I can't drink no more, right? So I go that like program six, tough. Yeah, boy, it's, it's set up to fail. We gotta do a whole story about the program. Yeah, you gotta. It's, it's set hit, up. hit it in like in one nah, minute, bro. Nah, I can't. I can't. I can't. I gotta. I program too. So I go six, eight months without drinking. I get in the best shape of my life. I'm feeling good. First night I can drink, I go out. I get faded. The next morning I wake up. I feel like trash. So I'm like, damn, you know what, I'm gonna try to smoke. I smoke, I wake up the next day, I had a great time that night, I feel good, I go to the workout. Next thing you know, that became my new little routine. So I meet with my financial advisor. It's the first time in my NFL career I made my financial goals in the off season. And then on top of that, my financial advisor, her, her, uh, her child was having seizures and a bunch of things. Couldn't stop it. My assistant started making her cookies. Seizure stopped. The last, ended up dying around 12 years old. The last three years of her life, though, she lived wow. seizure-free. And that's when my mind opened it up to the medical benefits of it. You know, once again, in our community, right, we don't like going to the doctor, right? We don't go and get diagnosed with shit, mm -hmm. right? And I tell people, like, within our community, the things that we see on a daily basis, you know, we, we have forms of PTSD, in the hood. That's where we live at, 100%. bro. 100%. Like, we deal with it every... Parents fighting. Right. My homeboy got shot right in front of me at school today. Right. Or my man just got killed down. Like, and I'm supposed like, to be normal? And I'm supposed to be normal? Right. Or I go to choose to smoke weed to allow me to calm down and relax and just get away from it sometimes. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, those are, that's the real, those are the real problems and issues. You know what I'm saying? And the fact that if we can have somebody, a kid, smoking weed instead of dealing with those things, I prefer them. I'd rather them go down that lane. Where do you see this space in 10 years when, you, when we think about cannabis? I mean, one, I see it federally legal. So um, I think that at that point, um, there will be way more use cases for cannabis besides smoking. 
You know what I'm saying? Smoking is just one part of it. To his point, you pull out THC from it, it's, we're not even talking about anything. So hemp is, hemp has over 20, or cannabis has over 2,300 use cases that you can actually use hemp for, right? I mean, like if there's a contamination site, they'll plant hemp there, right? To pull all the, like, it's a, it's a super plant. Like it does so many things. Getting high is just one little thing. Like there's a, there's called, there's cannabinoids in the plant, right? And these are all different properties that do different things, right? We have an endocannabinoid system. That's why like, even if you've never smoked weed ever in your life, if they do a, a blood test on you or whatever, you'll show a trace of THC because we have an endocannabinoid system. What's cool about hemp is that hemp is fire resistant, water resistant, insect resistant, everything. It's like, when I think about projects and things that we want to do to impact our community, I want to start rebuilding our communities that was, you know, destroyed with the plant. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because these homes is cheaper, it's quicker. You know, it takes years to grow a tree. It takes four months to grow hemp. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So when you talk about 10 years from now, bro, I could just see this thing being in so many different arenas right. that we're not even really thinking about right now. Do you really think you know, like the Georgias, Mississippis, um, those states, do you think they'll really legalize marijuana? Yeah, they, they have to. Um, it's too much revenue. It's, it's a business. It's not, and that, at this point now, it's, it's too much of a business. I right. think what was going to happen, or what other states have figured out, like Denver, they figured out how to monetize on it first before legalizing it. And still, the big, who's, who's getting the biggest pot? They are. Right. Right. So when they figure out, each state figure out how to monetize on it and, and be able to profit from it, that's when it happens. Same thing with the NFL. So when the NFL figures out a way to monetize on weed and it being legal for players to be able to use it, then You'll it'll be legal. Follow the money. That's it. It's always the money. At the end of the day, listen, NFL business. business, it's always about the money no matter what right. they say. One, one, one quick thing. It had nothing to do with weed. You notice about player safety, right? That's, they always scream at player safety, player safety. Player safety. Can't, don't hit him in the head, don't hit him. What era was it that sued the NFL? For what? It was our, right? Wasn't was the era right before Our us. era before us, right? Yep, yep. So why do you think the NFL had all these rules in place? So we can come back and do what? Later on? Soon. Think about no Player safety, yes. Yeah, right. that's the line. Okay, we got to cover our asses from now on. So okay, this era can't come back and sue us. Right. Or the era... You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's why I love what we talked about earlier. Excuse me, like I, don't, you I don't mean to go no, there, but no, 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 I, I, no. That's but that's why that's we gotta relevant. educate ourselves because we always have this conversation on the show about ultraverse science and the food and all of that. But you know, you gotta read and you gotta know your stuff, which you you take the time to do that. Not everybody take their time and really and do that. But while we're talking about money, can I ask you a real question? Yeah. You answer it. You a billionaire yet? Not yet, bro. Not yet? I'm working. You working? I want to be. You close. We, we gonna get there, bro. You gonna get there? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this dude don't. Every time I turn, I, I love what you did with AI, uh, Strand 96, that's big. Yeah. Plate, um, you know, um, replay. replay. Yeah. You know, there's some. There's other brands. You, you've really taken this space, not only understand the, the medical benefits of it, but also made it into a lifestyle. Yeah, for sure, bro. We want to we wanna be a, a house of brands, essentially, right? right? You know, what I'm trying to do is eventually have the infrastructure so that, you know, when, like you said, he's interested today, but when you're ready to turn that, you know, 
flick that switch, he gonna come holler at me. Right. And I got an outlet for it. I got a holler at you too. So like, Auntie Strain, like I, that's, you know, that's my thing. Like I, I really want to use the platform that I'm building. You know, yes, a billion dollars is cool, right? Um, you know, I, I didn't make nowhere near a billion dollars, but I feel like I've had like all the life experiences I wanted to have. Like it ain't nothing else I ain't, you know, like right. maybe go to space. I done flew private, I done did this, made vacations here. We did all that, right? So it's bigger than that now. You understand what I'm saying about the money? I'm thinking more of the legacy, right? You know, I want to be a Hall of Fame basketball player, right? That ain't work out, right? But God had another plan for me. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like the work that I'm doing now is way bigger than anything I did in the game. Let me ask you a question. Now, you, you might, you about to turn into my therapist. Bro, you're a phenomenal businessman. You know what I'm saying? Phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. Basketball, everybody know you. Right. Still a legend. Right. Do you think not making it to the Hall of Fame or not being considered one of the top at your position is one of the reasons why you go so hard? I had 10, 10, 10 goals. Right. Like before I lead a league, I'm gonna play 14 years, I played 13. Right. Right? I want a thousand plus catch, I had 970. Right. Hall of, I had all these goals, right? Hit on half of them. And I feel like one of the reasons why I go so hard in business is because I didn't hit my goals and all my goals in basketball. Like there's something like missing. Missing. See now, I've, I've never thought about it like that. That might be like an underlining driving thing, but for me, like it's just it's just who I am. Right. Right. So my basketball story, I wasn't nice when I was a kid. Right. You know what I'm saying? I didn't start playing basketball until I was a freshman in high school, and they made me play just because I was six four. Right. But I couldn't dunk. I was uncoordinated, the whole thing. But three years later, I'm getting drafted out of high school. Yeah. But the work that I put in to get to that point is like who I am. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying I'm a firm believer in that 10,000 hours thing. You know what I'm saying? And then when I got to the league, it wasn't like how I made it. I was like, oh, number one, I, don't, I was the nicest dude in high school. Now I'm the worst player on my team in the league. Right. How do I get over that hump, right? And I remember when I went in the locker room, and this is always something that drove me every year to get better, and why I played 16 years, was when I walked in that locker room and I saw Reggie Miller and Chris Mullen and all of them, right? The first thing I thought was I was better than them. I was like, I'm about to bust his ass. You're right. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I, I remember that, and I remember, like, not, not that I didn't respect them, but I just was like, I'm better than them. You understand what I'm saying? And I learned quickly that I wasn't, right? But, but, but I worked my way that eventually I was. And right. then, but that's always what, I always had a conscious reminder that, that every rookie that was coming in the locker room after me was looking at me like, Al Harrington, I'll bust his ass. Right. And I had to just make sure that they would never bust my ass. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, for me, it was like a, it's a, it's a mindset. And then cannabis, same thing. It was like when I got into the space, you know, celebrity was only only celebrity in the game, I think, was like Snoop, but Snoop just puts his name on stuff. He don't really like run anything or anything. And then I think it was Wiz. But when I would walk into these weed rooms, they were just looking at me like I was a celebrity, right? And I'm like, nah, man, I'm trying, I own my company. Like I grow. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't I didn't just put some money up or they ain't just put my name on it. Like I'm doing this. So for me. It was earned, like I had to earn the respect of the dudes in the locker room. I had to earn the respect of the industry right. at that point. So that's why, like, yeah, on the corporate side, they know who I am because they corporate motherfuckers, right? But on the industry side, like the dudes that's growing in Humboldt, they know me too right. because I pull up. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like, so for me, like, to be honest, like, I wouldn't say it's just because I came up short in the league. It's just like, I just want to win. I want to figure out how to win. I'm going to work until I feel what a victory feels like. There's only a couple dudes that won. And then they said, I'm going to go build this company. Right. Kobe Bryant was one. Right. Uh, can can y'all help me name somebody who won legend and then said, I'm going to take the same energy and put it in business. Kobe Bryant is wanting to stand out. I guess you, you got A Rod. Magic on some old shit. Okay. Out of all, we, every every year there's 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 1,700 football players. MJ. Yeah, MJ. But MJ, MJ ain't, he ain't running this company. Yeah, yeah. he ain't ground zero. He right, right. Real. Right. So that's what I mean by that is like, you know, it's like when it, it all comes down to co- competition. But I think, but, but no, but I also think that to your point, like if we, if you was a Hall of Fame of this, that, and the third, right, you would think that maybe you might have more infrastructure. Right. Because you had to have more people help manage you. Right. Right. But because we didn't reach that level, it still got us still like we not afraid of hard work. That's right. Like I'm still willing. I still, I still know like I might have to go in there and mop the floor today. That's right. You understand what I'm saying? It's right. some dudes that ain't mopped the floor in forever. I can't see. I can't see. I'm sorry. I, I love what LeBron's doing, but I can't see LeBron James walking into headquarters. I think a lot of times when you take athletes and they end up becoming successful outside of sports, it's to show and prove people, I'm not just a football player, right? Because you do have those guys put their number, their name on the chain. That's who they are forever. And then when the lights go out, that's, they stuck there, right? They, they just that guy. Then you have other guys that want to leave a legacy and start something. And so when you retire, you start looking and finding different challenges. And I think when you find something that you really enjoy, that you love, and you get that little spark, like I'm actually good at this. Now, because the competitiveness between the court, between the lines, now I'm about to be a Hall of Famer in this. It ain't about like I didn't make the Hall of Fame in that. It is now I'm about to be the Hall of Famer in this. And I see that a lot of times with, with guys that have played sports. But the only way that you're going to be a Hall of Famer is you got to be ground zero. Ground zero. If you just come in and put your name on it, it's just a licensing deal. You ain't going to know what's going on with your company. They're going to give you a little royalty kickback, and that's all you're going to get. Right. But when you come in ground zero, you know it in and out, you can really structure it and and build a company. And and that's what it it seems like you're doing. And so I watched the uh, All The Smoke podcast and you talked about ownership and this and that. And so here's what's going on now. I was talking to B earlier. I've been trying to get into the industry for the last two, three years. And now in Florida, it's crazy. There's, there's a lot of new laws that have been established, minority. And companies have come to me because they need a face. Yep. Right? And I'm like, do I do this deal and be a part of it to be their face and then use my my blackness, I just say, use my blackness <laughs> to monetize it, and then I get fed the scraps? Or are you letting me be a part of this and really let me come into the company and be a part of the company? Because, I mean, from an ownership standpoint, we only rep black representation, not minority, because they try to group us in with minority all the time. And I think it should be very specific, black, right? right. We own less than 3% of the industry. Own less than 3%. And how is that right? You know what I'm saying? But what they do is, to his point, is like they create this, it's called social equity, right? And these social equity programs are meant to give people that was mostly affected by the war on drugs an opportunity to benefit in this space. So 
the people that are top of the criteria are people that have been recently incarcerated, right? Only made, you know, $30,000 a year in salary. Like all the things that people you know that can't run a business, right. essentially, right? Or just would have be very difficult to run one. So they give these people these licenses and then now they gotta go find funding. Like it costs, like if you wanna stand up a retail store, it's a million and a half dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care the size of the store, a good number is a million and a half. If I just came home from jail, or if I've been poverty stricken my whole life making $30,000 or whatever, who am I gonna go holler at to get 1.5 million? That's right. right. Like, That's who right. am I, who? When you talk about social equity, I'm social equity, right? I'm black, I was affected by the war on drugs. I, was, I grew up, my uncle just came home from doing 26 years, drug charges. You understand what I'm saying? But because I played in the NBA, they hold that against me because I have, because I have funding. So it's like, you're not truly social equity. This guy, he just came home from jail, he's really social equity. And I'm like, at the end of the day, I'm not saying that I deserve it over this guy by any means, right? Because there's multiple licenses to be had. But you should definitely give me one because I have the infrastructure to make it successful. That's right. Right? Then a part of these, a lot of part of these licenses is you have to have like community redevelopment, right? And there's all these guys in there that don't know nothing about our community talking about how they're gonna spend and help the community. I'm just like, that makes no sense. Right. Like, it's, it's completely flawed. You know what I'm saying? It's completely flawed. And to his point, it's like, in California, was, that was where it was the worst. They were giving black people, these bigger companies were giving black people contracts where on paper they own 51%. But by the time they took all the fees and everything, if you, if you was a $5 million business, you made like 50 grand. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and then you had, and then you had all these defaults in it. So by the time, cause in three years you can actually sell the license. That's how most social equity programs are. You have to own it at least for the first three years. But by the time you got to that third year, they had you on a default where now they taking the company from you just for nothing. You never made anything. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it's really, it's, it's messed up. And this is why I always call on trying to figure out how I can put more, you know, black, athletes, entertainers, or whatever, like to partner up on these opportunities. Is it a struggle? It is a struggle. I, it's a struggle because I think that, um, number one, you know, something like you just said to me, right? You know, I talked to him about investing like maybe two years ago, right? And we had some good dialogue or whatever, but you know, time it wasn't right. But he just said to me, he was like, I know it's too far gone now. I'm, I'm done. And I'm like, no. I'm like, nah, bro. I'm like, Bro, we in the grind of this thing, dog. Like, this is the beginning stages of the industry. It, it seems like it's far gone, but it's not. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's coming, I'm just showing you, like, just how unstable the industry is. No, I mean, we had Dez on the show, and he was talking about NFTs. And I was like, I don't know nothing about no NFTs, but yeah. I'm rocking with Dez. Yeah. Bro, I'm yeah. rocking with you. You know what I'm saying? No I'm rocking with you, and I just feel like, and the reason why is because, here's my thing. And that's why I brought up the dot-com era. The dot-com era, there was millionaires, millionaires, billionaires made like that in the dot-com era. And they say this is the next thing to the dot-com era. I don't have time to learn about marijuana. I don't, you know, I'm still learning. I'm still trying to figure out how, how it, it fits in my lifestyle. Um, but I understand from a business um, standpoint and the, and the opportunities there that we need to participate in this space. So right now I'm over here in, in, in health and wellness. Mental health is my thing. I got this. Come rock with me if you want to talk about mental health. But now we talk about cannabis, marijuana. That's why, you know, I'm so excited. You know, we'll do this after the show, but the replay, the CBD. 
Because as an athlete, House of Athletes, that fits me. Yeah, yeah. But I don't get, I'm not going to go start my brand. I'm going yeah. to partner with you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or we're going to figure it out. So basketball, we can't have you here without talking about some basketball. Oh, right, what's the difference between Reggie uh, Miller and Steph Curry? Release. Ooh, you, oh, you that basketball expert? He's <laughs> Release. I'm going to say release, he's definitely a better shooter, but... Reggie just came up during the time I played with Reggie. Like we couldn't, he couldn't shoot threes. Like it was not that he couldn't, but it they was like the play. ball had to touch Rick Smith's hands, come back out before he shot a three. Reggie just didn't dribble up the ball and just shoot a three or kick out three. You understand what I'm right, saying? Right. So he couldn't take a dude off the dribble and, and shoot a pull three. Up. Right, that wasn't Reggie game anyway. Right, you know, right, Reggie right. ain't have handle like that. Right. But you know what I'm saying? So Steph is definitely a better shooter, but. If Reggie played in this era where it was so many threes shot, I think Reggie probably would have made another 1,500 threes or something crazy, right? Right, right, right. I mean. That's that's a good point. Because Curry taking 12 a game, Steph, two, I mean, excuse me, Curry taking 12 a game, Reggie, the most he probably took in the game was three. three. Maybe four. Seriously? That's wow. it. Back in the day. That's it? That was it. On the average, and he in some games he get hot, maybe, but. Three or four a game? Bro. When they were saying they were saying back then the average for an NF, uh, NBA team was, 13, was five, was five, yeah, it was something and then crazy. it went up to twelve. When I was in, when I was in the league, if I remember correctly, bro, we went. Our goal was to do was take fifteen threes and sixty twos. So seventy five shot. shots in the game. So back then everything was basically in the paint, mid range. Everything. Absolutely. Who who who's who's your goat? Men. Who's, and women. Michael Jordan. Oh, that was quick. And on the women's side, I'm a big fan of Candace Parker. Candace Parker, wow. Mm. So those are my two goats. She the greatest of all time? I mean, that's why I'm putting that. Over? Uh, Cheryl Swoop. Yeah, Cheryl. I mean, Taraji. Uh, Taraji, look, with me, the greatest of all time means all time, like including back then and now. like. Tarasi couldn't guard Cheryl Swoops. Cheryl Swoops could guard Tarasi. I mean, they were even going at Tarasi in the in the fight. Chicago was going at him at her this year because right. she can't play no defense. She can shoot, but Cheryl Swoops. It's different. She was different. She she. I like she, Candace. Candace. I like can Cheryl. Now, Cheryl was Candace cold can love. play. Candace 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 can play. I was like Candace because she's bigger and can do more. Right. And still, you know what I mean? And but she ain't the scorer that, she not the that, scorer that she Cheryl is. is. That's true. So why you, uh, you threw out MJ quick, though. Mm -hmm. I mean, come on, bro. No, I, don't, I mean, there's a... Any he, era, he dominated. LeBron? Any era. Can dominate any era, too? He can. Basically. But not like that cat, son. That cat <laughs> different, know, bro. I, I think yeah. that, that MJ... Demi never lost at that level, bro. He just... You, you think, quick, let me you think you Do you think you biased? Because no, you, I you love LeBron. LeBron is, my, LeBron is 1B. But I'm going to tell you the difference between Michael Jordan era and LeBron era. Michael Jordan came up in the era where everybody hated each other. They did not f with each other. There was right. no homeboys in the offseason. There was no, let's go to the club in the summer and go holler with some chicks. It was none of that. The lived in their own bubbles, and when they played, it was war. It's war, yeah. LeBron has dominated an era of his little bros. Mm. They all his little bros. Right. Everybody. Fans. Who, he, who he had it with? Who, who? What star has LeBron had it with? What team has LeBron had it Celtics? with? Celtics? That's, come on, man. Draymond? He lost, too. <laughs> yeah, but him Celtics, and Draymond. Who, who, who else? You said Draymond. He lost, too. Right. 
Draymond what? They cool. They cool. They, they, cool. they kick like, it. <laughs> yeah, they bros. And I'm not saying they don't compete. They compete. Don't let's not get it twisted. Yeah. He's hated Jordan, dog. I'm telling you, you talk to Isaiah right now. Put Isaiah in this chin. Ask him what he think about Michael Jordan, bro. Right. He's like, if he died, I wouldn't care. Right. Ask Larry Bird what he think about Michael Jordan, bro. Ask any of these stars about what they think about LeBron. That's my that's a right. homie. <laughs> oh, bro, yeah, what? Hell yeah. Right. Do you it's, think who who do you think would be more successful? Michael now or LeBron then? He's so physically imposing though. Yeah, I I think I, I told I told him last week, I said, I think that Michael is probably the greatest player. I think Kobe's the greatest scorer of all time. I think uh, LeBron is the most dominant because he can dominate from one to five. Right. And I think that Steph is the greatest shooter of all time. Of all time. I agree with that. But man. back to the question. I think I'm going all Mike. I just think that like it's something, something that people never throw in is it. It's the it's that's yeah, what I was gonna it's say. Like, it's the mindset. Like, he was godlike. He was godlike. You can have short, bro, for real. if you got ten different criterias, you can have nine boxes checked, but it, it ain't checked. You can you can have seven checked, and one of them be it, and you in the game. And so you know, I grew up in the in the Michael Jordan era, and when I look at Jordan, you know, I I played with Champ. I get asked the Champ, Dion, the Woodson, you know, all these different things, and. You know, I'm always take champ because that's my dog, and I played with him. But when I looked, Dion had it. What was? What, what is it? I don't know. It's it. Right. It's, can't it's, it's a feeling. Right, right, right. Come on, right? Yeah. I watched Space Jams with Jordan. I watched Space Jams with Bron. I watched Bron commercials. Some of them is good. It's, it's just for me, it was something that that Mike had in a lot of it too, because I grew up singing the songs, playing whatever. But he he has it, and there's certain guys in in their selective sports where you have a handful of guys where their talent, their stats are very, very close, but then this other guy just got it. And so I, I get into this with my brother all the time. And I tell him, I said, the reason I would go Mike, I said, if Mike played himself, he could figure out a way to beat himself. If LeBron played himself, I don't think he could because he ain't never played nobody as big, strong, fast, and as dominant as him. So I said, Mike. I said, we all disagree on that one. I said, who physically, wait, wait, LeBron has never gone against anybody physically like himself. Mike, from from what I see and what I know and what I've heard from Mike and his competitiveness, I feel like Mike would figure out a way to beat himself because Mike has went against bigger, stronger, more dominant. He's went against whole teams that tried to just knock him out. But that's what LeBron doing now against bigger, but against no, but he's bigger, bigger stronger, and fat. Listen, but there's bigger, stronger no, athletes. It's not physical. Y'all see that? You there's see no that? Physical. 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 I'm just saying. I, I, no think LeBron, I think LeBron has. First of all, if, if you're doing what he's doing right now at the level that he's still doing it at 36, oh, about to go to 37. There's nothing you can tell me. I don't know Great. much about basketball. He spends two but, million dollars a year but, on his body. But, and, that's, and that's fine. The, the, how he gets <laughs> there, you know, how he gets there, it is what it is. Right. But he's still doing what he's doing at the level that he's doing. No, no, doing you're talking about longevity. 36. But that's that's still but part look, of it. You, you, you talked about what Matt said. The greatest of all time is longevity. Wait, wait, that's hold on. Hold on. Nah, 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 nah. Mike came back at average nah, 25 was, at 40. 
No, but Mike, look, what he, if, if LeBron was playing on a team that he needed to average 45, he would average 45. But, I mean, he was the, still 40 years old. So, I mean, Washington. he's still, but I'm saying he was still 40 and 41 years old, to your right. point. But he wasn't so dominating. He but he could but, but He wasn't dominating, he at, wasn't this, dominating. at that age. He wasn't dominating at 40. But – I right. think LeBron, LeBron still got the a good To give you an example, like look, look, B, a little too B, big. I was like, B, we probably all was there. So when you, you spoke about me in high school. Yep. Here, was, here was the formula in high school. If you were smaller than me, I was going to run you over. Right. If you was my size, I was going to run past you. That's it. I never played against a me. So I don't even know what it would look like. Right. And that's what I feel like LeBron is. Mm-hmm. If you LeBron size, you like how he just put himself in that category. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 that's not cool. He said he's going to be the clip. He can freeze me. Me and LeBron, we had to fight to get a meal. Yeah, wrongfully accused. We had to fight to get a pill. That's why we right to get a deal. He on the team, he gotta eat. You know, spike the skills. Keep it riding for the fam. You gotta like the wooden wheels straight up. But in the past, bad work up in the trash bag. I'll pass a lot to take the test before I pass class yeah. And my family needed bread, I had to come correct That's why I keep airing it out like I just passed gas The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters Both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal It probably won't go well so set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela, you put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor, because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. Medela, the mark of the fight. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.